Hey yo, this is Mega Ran. You may know me from such songs as Splash Woman or Infinite Lives. You are listening to the Mega Late Show right now. Turn it up. Let me run this instrumental back again since it starts off kind of lovely. Mm, Mega Late Show. That does sound kind of lovely. Yeah, man. John Robinson, Jay Rawls, classic independent underground hip hop legends. John Robinson from Signs of Life. He was on the podcast a couple years back. Oh, Shout out hi. to him. Yeah, man. Uh, real, real dope underground shit. If you know, you know. Mega Late Show episode number 105. If you know, you know. And yeah. 105, man. Yeah, That's good man. stuff, bro. We took a little bit of a hiatus around the end of the year last year, but we're back full in effect. In fact, I got an extra episode, so this episode won't be out for like two weeks instead of a single week. I want to give a shout out to our guest last week, DJ Illegal of the Snow Goons. I think if you know, you know, Snow Goons, underground hip-hop shit from Germany. They're probably the most prolific foreign hip-hop act to kind of blow up in the States on that real hip-hop shit. Got hella tracks with cats like Jedi Mind Tricks, Vinnie Paz. They produced the last Onyx album, an MOP album. They also got the new Lords of the Underground album. Yeah, man, they got everybody on there. Uh, They're just, they're really dope, like... I'm doing the quote signs right now, but real hip-hop, hip-hop. You know, like hardcore bars, kind of aggressively beating your ass through li- through lyrics okay. and lyricism. But yeah, like uh, shout out to the god, uh, Omen44. He came through and brought DJ Illegal in. I hope you guys listened to that because that was really dope. And um, shit, we've had a lot of actually really tremendously dope guests over the last few uh, few weeks. Before that, we had Marcus D on. I think you know Marcus D, right? Scott Popular? Uh, I'm terrible with names, but okay. Hey, shout out to Marcus D. 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 Marcus D. Is some people consider him like the spiritual successor of New Jabez. Uh, he oh, also worked okay. with Substantial. Yeah. Uh, Bob Alloy is him and Substantial. Okay. Just an incredible producer. I didn't know he was out here until just recently, but he's killing it and doing his regular thing. He just released a new album uh, called Sector V, Sector Five. So shout out to him. He was on. And then before that, we had on Jansport J from Los Angeles. So just back to back, incredible producers and incredible people who are hella famous and doing really, really incredible things. And uh, man, I mentioned Scott Popular. You guys, uh, he is he's one of the guests today. But um, he was on a podcast like two years ago. Shout out to Scott Popular. We'll talk more about him in a second. But I got to give a shout out to uh, my man Late, who is not late today, but he's just kind of taking a sabbatical uh, for the time being. So I'm ru- I'm holding it down. And uh, as I like to do, I like to get a guest host in here to kind of help. Uh, guide the conversation and do all of those type of things and today I got my brother um, and you've heard me speak about him a couple times over the last few weeks because we've been playing the sound cypher here on the podcast at least one round and uh, he is the creator of the sound cypher and also uh, black rebranded and uh, this is my man Herb the urban aristocrat what's happening good people I got, I got an applause drop that's what I'm talking about you know what I mean I'm happy you know to be mean? here happy always happy to be here man happy, good yeah, to see man. everybody I've been get, like every single guest that plays the uh, what what I've been doing and what we're gonna do today is just I usually just pick a card and uh, we'll we'll run a quick sound cipher thing to end the podcast okay. and so a lot of people have really been enjoying it man like uh, but look to uh, look to us I think around the time that this episode comes out we'll be doing an event at Harry's Sandwich Shop playing the sound cipher um, I think uh, we still got to build in exactly how that's going to be executed but uh, pay attention. Go to thesoundcypher.com to go pick up that game. They've got the open format, the R&B version, and the hip-hop version. Yes, sir. So Good old hip-hop. Can't, can't hate that. Word Good up, stuff. word up. And, and we'll explain what that is later. But today, we've got, um, as I said, Scott Popular, who's been on the show before. And Scott is from Atlanta. He's a video game type of guy. ATL. A-Town. Also a strip club kind of guy. This is my type of people. That's what's uh, up. Giant Scott Popular. And also, he brought uh, his partner in crime. They are currently developing a video game, uh, Wreck a Dam. Peace, yes, God. I'm, I'm happy to have you guys on today. And, you know... Um, I kind of had an idea of ex- like what was going on with Scott. I-, I think maybe you talked about this game when you were on the podcast. I- I've-, I've heard a- you talk about the game before. Maybe it was when I was listening to your uh, podcast or something. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. Well, but I think it 
think it was more so. Well, no, no, you finish, you finish, you finish. Right back. Um, well, yeah, you know, I just wanted to get Scott back on because I like your energy, and we haven't had you on for like two years. But uh, of course, I know you're always involved in a lot of things around Tokyo. And um, last time I saw you really rocking was maybe when Mega Ran was out here at the mm. show in Shinjuku. Shout out, and uh, you know. Even though I haven't seen any new episodes come up for a while, I was also listening to your podcast with you and I think three other individuals. Were you on that too, Record Dam? Yeah, I was on a bunch of them. I okay. I don't know. Yeah, I was on a bunch of them, but I don't know <laughs> if I was word. on that particular one. Word. Ninjas in Tokyo, right? Ninjas in Tokyo. Word, word. I, and we talked about that last <laughs> time you were here. But yeah. but yeah, so you got the podcast growing, but but today what, what we kind of wanted to get into is this new project that you guys have been working on, which is a video game. Yep, yep, yep. Accurate, accurate. Yeah, we just got good. done playing uh, the demo, like the beta version. It would it be the beta yeah, or it's not even the beta. Let's, yeah, that's the alpha it's, version. It's a prototype. Yeah? It's a prototype. Okay, it's, it's the prototype. prototype. But yeah, the Ninja Man game. But I'm, I'm happy to have you guys on here. We're hey. glad that you let us come up here. And shout outs to the Mega Late Show, man. Because you actually, man, give yourself a clap. Where, where's your oh, clap? Where, at? where is my my applause drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take all those compliments. Yeah, man, you, you got to take it because, like, yeah. right now you like. You holding it down because Late's not here. Shout out to that man Late as Word well. Up. But you know it's hard trying to be Voltrons when you ain't got the other two lions to be the legs. No doubt, no doubt, fam. So it, you know that's my dream car. Oh, for real? Not Voltron, but <laughs> the magma red Voltron lion. Oh, you know yeah. just the red oh, one. That's your ride. <laughs> come, yeah. People say their dream I, I, I car is like a, a Ferrari that. or some shit. Like, nah, dog. I want that Voltron lion. Exactly. Why the fuck would you want a Ferrari when you got like a, yeah. a, a mechanized lion? Yeah, nah, man. People, you can't. We gonna valet that shit. Dog, you don't need to. Just put that shit in the volcano, dog. For you real, I mean? fist bump that you can't see. Post up. You park that shit on the curb. You ain't. What you gonna get a ticket? Nah. But don't it, don't it transform into a car anyway? I thought. Nah, so. man, that's it's some. That's good like, enough. That's it flies joke. and it shoots lava. There was there was a a, a Voltron uh, car get show, but I don't believe in that. That's like yeah, the Book of there Mormon. There was also the train. Was it like, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There, there was a whole I bunch of like yeah, like Japan. Japan will take something and then they'll spin it. Like I tell people this all the time. There was a um, Spider-Man show in America. You ever know Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you ever see the Japanese live-action version? So oh, Spider-Man that was the had first a... licensed Spider-Man show. Really? Yeah, mm. it was. Yeah, that show Spider-Man is Spider-Man, but Spider-Man got a giant robot. Yeah. You oh need, yeah. You I need heard to. about this. He also had the ill ass wristwatch on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It looked like your G Shock. Yo, yeah. That was like the first shit that uh Stanley was able to get licensed for Spider Man though. It was a Japanese show. That's why it was it was hella different too. Uh, it wasn't like I don't think he was bit by a radioactive spider. It was mostly like it was mostly like a Power Ranger in the Spider Man costume. Yo, have shit. have y'all seen uh Into the Spider Verse? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know how the the girl the she got the robot. Was, so I wonder if that's related. Real talk, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. I maybe. think you just connected the dots. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I was when I was looking at it like, why she got the robot? But Word. here we go. Maybe. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, I forget why how we got on that tangent. But but again, we we're gonna be talking about <laughs> video game shit. You know what I mean? We're gonna yeah. be talking this this part of the podcast. Is we're gonna get to to talking about exactly what it is they're doing and little things about Tokyo here and there. Second part of the podcast, we're going to do some musical shares and get a little bit more in depth into some of the elements about whatever it is that y'all is doing. I, I kind of had to freestyle this episode because I did message Scott twice to be like, yo, give me the information about what y'all doing. And he was like, all right, yeah, I'll see you there. So I got to be like hella vague with my questions and shit. <laughs> Usually I've been preparing because late ain't here. But all right, so here's my first question. So the thing that you're doing. It oh, yeah. oh, there we go. That's that bullshit I was talking about. Okay. So the thing that you're doing. Boop, boop, boop. It's very interesting how it relates to other things. Mm. How would you describe that interaction? Wow. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Like, Let's I had no it. information, so I just got to get it, like, hella vague. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, but... No, like, no, I don't want to do that, Scott. Don't do that. That's actually I mean, a good-ass question. But I, I like that question. Roger, you want to take this one, or can yeah. I take this one? You can take okay. it, man. You can well, take it. I mean, Explain to us what it is that you're doing maybe and we can how double it team it. I don't know. Um, I'm a huge fan of strip clubs. Huge, gigantic fan of strip clubs. That's why I put all that strip club money on the table yeah, for you, Thank you, thank you. I, I respect that. And um, just the concept of having a ninja video game. It's well, like, explain the video game first, because I just said Ninja Man, and we didn't say anything else about it. Ah, okay. So Ninja Man is basically your best pal, your homeboy, your buddy. And Ninja Man is just going to help you out in life. Right? You, you, need, you need somebody to help you. If you can take anything away from this podcast today, everyone out there listening, find somebody to help you. 
And that's what Ninja Man does with a little bit of love. I think the world needs a lot of love. And so instead of the character who was a ninja throwing the ninja stars or shurikens, he throws hearts. And once he throws enough hearts at a particular zombie, the it zombie transforms them. It tra- transforms mm. them back into something. Take them out of that mental slavery. Take, so yeah, right. take, you know, exactly. you, know what I mean? you know, maybe like the social media has them mm. like so caught up, and then they just got yeah. the, the the frown. Mm. But then he, you know, she shows them enough love. He reverts them back into regular, you know, exotic yeah. dancers, yeah. zombie exotic dancers. Zeds. That's mine. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna coin that later on. And he takes them back to the club. That's all it is. And you know, everybody gonna have fun at the club. But like I said. But it's a it's a it's a like an eight bit version style game that you yeah, guys have created. It's it's a uh, Mario ish. It's a platform game. Two D two D side scroller. Two D two D scroller terms. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the games I could say that's really closely related to is a game called Legend of Co- Legend of Cage. Or in in the hood, we saw oh you playing you playing Legend of Cage because <laughs> we didn't know how to pronounce it. So it's actually Legend of Kage, which is Shadow. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually I learned that too when I was a kid playing <laughs> Virtual Fighter. I was like, yo, I'm gonna pick that Ninja Cage, and, <laughs> and the one homie was like, yo, it's Kage, and I was like, yo, it's Kage, and I had to correct everybody after that. That was like one of my first Japanese like like I got the knowledge, you know what I mean? Right. Like yeah, I'm I'm very worldly. Now and it's amazing that that came from a video game. Like you actually learned a, a lesson, and I think that's a good Learn. thing. Because I, I think video games are extremely educational. And so sure. trying to actually, you know, put a little bit of that into the game as well. But just basically, it's a platformer game. Nobody dies. Right. And this has actually been kind of a very um, dear s- subject for me. Because, you know, growing up in the hood, you see crazy stuff. And yep. I, I don't want to go and build upon that. I feel you. I want to have a character that actually goes out and makes everybody laugh. Right, right. Like I think, I think the character in the game has a, has a really strong uh, comedic element to it, and I just I like it when people play it. I, I loved it when you guys were playing, it. and I love hearing people's like comments about the game and things that we how, should change. How long have y'all been working on it? Ooh, actually, I feel yeah, like you I'm told a, me about this. Let me let me defer this one. All right, Roger, how long have we been working? Oh, 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 how long have we been working on this? The honest answer is I don't know, <laughs> and the reason why is because you know we we both busy and we both got you know other obligations going on, so we're kind of periodically you know working on it on the weekends here and there. Um, but this month, you know, and and basically i should say very soon this is going to be a lot of progress okay okay pretty soon but you know i i haven't been actually recording how much time we've been working on it you know because i don't really care about how much time it's going to take you know i care about just making it a quality product that's one of those things though right when you when you're in it and you're doing it because you love it don't matter how much time you put into it as long as you get the result Right. And I see from playing no it, that's what that's what we're seeing, right? No doubt. But yeah. I know, you know, this industry does work on time, so yes. <laughs> it does. Like I've I've experienced so. like uh crunch time. Like I feel like this game has validated my position into the video game industry. Because I went through I want to say the last. Can you talk about that a little bit? Like what it is that you've been doing in the video? I forgot. Like yeah, you so, were running a so, game events. Yeah. Like, so basically, I'm I'm one of the key founders of Final Round in Atlanta. Okay. And actually, Final Round is Final Round 2020. Whenever this podcast comes out, hopefully it'll be around that time. Right. We'll be in Atlanta, and this will be our 20th big event. But we've been doing this for like well over 25 years. But the earlier events didn't count. And so now. I've been on the outside as a video game event promoter and organizer, which is really cool. But I think we're on the end of the market section. Mm-hmm. It's like the game is done. We're going to exhibit your game and people are going to enjoy it. Okay. So that's where I am in that, on that end, but not actually working, working, working in a company. I've, I've done a lot of things. I've done, I've worked with Capcom. I've worked with uh, Bando Namco. I've, I've worked with, or, um, like several Sony, Xbox, you name it. Actually, I was on the one of the testing teams for the first X, uh, first Halo. Okay. Oh, word. Wow. And yeah. Do so. you also like help organize the Tokyo Game Show out here and shit? I do. I do. I do some work with them, like more so like the parties. How do you know Mega Ran? 
All right, so the homie Mega Ran, actually, I met through you. Okay. Wow, I, I, I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I met I met Mega Ran yeah. through Roger, because he did okay. some show. You know you know of Mega Ran, uh, Herb? Nah, Mega Ran is though. like one of the kind of, if there was a Mount Rushmore for nerdcore hip-hop, he okay. would be on a yeah, Mount he's Rushmore. He's, he's an independent artist who started out in that genre, but right. he's just an MC. Uh, also in the Guinness Book of World Records for making the most songs about a video game character. His name is Mega Ran. He loves Mega Man. Okay. He also goes by Random, but he's just an incredible, fucking incredibly talented dude. He's been on the podcast yeah. before, but... I wasn't aware of your relationship uh, with him until we went to the show and y'all were just chopping it up. And I was yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit, y'all yeah. know each other. He, he's, he's a real good dude. Actually, Roger has a song with him. Oh, word. He, oh, we're yeah, going to play that yeah. later on the second yeah, yeah. half of the podcast. <laughs> okay. yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's the folks. He's, he's cool as shit. Okay. Yeah. So mad, mad positive dude and super shouts out to that guy. And, and I definitely want, we got to put him into the game somehow, some way. Yeah. Uh, he should be the we'll dude working the door. <laughs> I mean, you know I, mean? I mean, there's there's various clubs, there's various clubs in the game. So you know, that means you, go. yeah, that means you gotta have a different demographic of women. Oh yes, yeah. too, you Okay, know so I mean? like, would you like to talk upon that? I mean, yeah, because you, you said something while you were playing. Sure, sure. Like, okay, so usually. I want to say all the women in the game Go after ahead. you whooping their ass it, or uh, slaughtering them with love <laughs> right, taps. Right. There's no violence. <laughs> okay. You hit them with a lot of love. These these Zeds, right. these these zombie exotic dancers. See, you got it. Like they they they're green. And then after you hit them with enough love, they all turn out to be white women so far. And I was like, yo, I was only going after the thick ones because that's kind of my, you know, modus operandi. But, you know, I was like, yo, where are all the colored women? Where are all the women of color? But I guess it's going to be right now. Maybe we in like Kentucky or some shit. Just like a lot of white <laughs> No, women. actually, that stage is called Wish a Bitch Woods. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, I know the vibes. Yeah. I've been there before. I grew, up in that, I grew up in those same woods, doc. We yeah. got that shit right it's in California. It's, just, it's, oh another, it's, another, it's another part of the magical kingdom of Atlanta, Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's working out. But to, to reassure you... Um, there's going to be a wide variety of women because women are beautiful and there's so many of them in the world. And thank God for Instagram because Instagram has given me so much like, like material to make different girls. <laughs> like it's, it's, I mean, before Instagram, like how would we ever do it? <laughs> Instagram is wonderful. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Napster, like you search the dark web before they called mm. it the dark web. You can find that. But like Instagram just made it way easier. Sure, that is like, true. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's like I hate using to search on Instagram because it's like the minute I open up, it's like I need to search for something. And the minute I open it up, it's just like, oh damn! I don't I'm, know how that I'm, like I'm stuck in a siphon, a, a, a cyclone, a, a boobs, um, <laughs> and I can't see, get I, out. I kind of I don't have that. I don't really subscribe. Like, what is it called? Follow. Uh, a bunch of women that do that type of stuff. Like, I, I've always it's been, been a good guy. Like, for me. I never really cared about ring card girls. Like, oh shit, I'm watching a boxing event. Okay, here's mm. the ring card girl. Right. I'm like, I'm here for the boxing. If I want to look at like naked women, I'm gonna go find some naked women to look at. Yeah. You know, on the internet or whatever. But, but yeah, on my Instagram, I don't follow any women. But for some reason, perhaps because of my googling. If I go to like the the like trending page or whatever the page that is where mm -hmm. you search and it's just random people that you don't know, all of them happen to be like Asian chicks, like Korean chicks with mad face work done in large breasticles. They I don't know what's going on with that. They look like video game characters. Yeah, I did. So it's yeah. been, like I said, it's it's been a, a very valuable resource tool for me. So shouts out to Instagram. <laughs> Keep you know, doing what you're doing, ladies. You Keep know, the last it. time the last time you were on here and uh, knowing your uh, adoration for uh, strip clubs, mm -hmm. I was like, yo, I need to go to some Japanese strip clubs. And I recently went towards the end of last year. I went to, what is it called? Madame Madame Woos. Woos. Yeah, with the Madame and what's Woos the other gentleman? The, uh, there's another joint that we went to. Did you go to Seventh Heaven? Maybe that was it, yeah. Maybe maybe we went to Seventh Heaven, Madame Moose. And Seventh Heaven seems more like a gentleman's club, like an old player, yeah, like yeah. a spot where you right. sit down. And they got they carpet and in the bathroom. Yeah. Was, that threw me off. Real talk? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I, I mean, know what goes down in there then, right? <laughs> it has to. It's, what, it's, a, it's a weird spot, man. And then I went to Madame Moose, which feels like a like a PG-13 strip club, right? It's, 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 it's they, mad high strange. They're, they're, they're very and strange. I can see everybody clearly. You see that money over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got to exchange the dollars for this type of money, but this right? This is smart. 
I guess so. This is smart. Is it? Though? I guess so. I, I think up. the money is also so. Anyways, they they got this monopoly money that yeah. you have to give to the women and you exchange the dollars for. Mm. But after a certain amount of time, the money expires and they start using a different color money. Yeah, so your money just like yeah. But it's like so they force you to like s- get rid of it. And the reason I got like sixty five dollars worth of monopoly money <laughs> from Madame Wu's here is because. I, I guess I wasn't handing it out to the women enough. And and one of the he homies was not was making mad. it rain. It's like, dog, I'm not making it rain over here. Like nobody is dancing. Like it was a real kind of terrible experience, to be honest with you. Mm. And I, I, I would deter anybody Preach. from going to any of the strip clubs here. I can't believe that ASAP Rocky went to this type of spot. Like, why don't you just go to Harlem? You know what I mean? Or go to a place that got go go dancers because it's the same shit. Right. Yeah, it was it was kind of a it was all bad. Well, thanks for saving me the trip. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah Sometimes yeah. I think the strip club is just more so for the conversation, and the and 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 this is actually really important, and the actual opportunities for business. Now, uh, I'm gonna give so, you yeah. pro tip. Pro tip: in Atlanta, yes, you do want to go to the strip club, but for business purposes, listen to me now. Go during lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because at lunch, that's when all your power brokers, this when all your real estaters, this is like these are the bankers. They go during that time because they know they can't go late at night. Mm. And you will, you know, like you you never know who you're sitting, who's at the next table. Yeah. This guy could be the head of the PGA tour. Right. Yeah, I used to do Word the uh, strip yeah. clubs in Atlanta a lot back in the day when I lived there. So I get it. Lunchtime and then the food at strip clubs yeah. in the A Town. Oh yeah. my God. Man. Yeah, like the first time I, I took one of the Japanese um, players to Atlanta. Um, he was just like, yo, it's a T-bone Like steak. a video game player? Yeah, yeah. he's a, like pro, play a, play a pro Street Fighter oh, player. Play okay. Player. We went to went to play Pink Pony, and he was just like, yo, they got a T-bone steak yeah. at a strip club. Pony mm. was like a like hot, what, four-star restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Random. It was up there. You yeah. get Atlanta, like prime food. Atlanta is on the bleeding edge of strip club yeah. technology. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> it is. Like, we, yeah. we know what we're doing I've never been there, there but yeah, I just yeah, but you, you should definitely go. But I still think that Madame Wu is a good experience. Now, can you sure. can you say that it's like a club in America? No, it's not, it is it's not, not. They're not strip clubs. This was my issue with it. Like at the at Seventh Heaven, they don't get topless. What they they don't get at? topless at. They don't get usually at any of them. Yeah, but yeah, they, if you get, if you put a little if you put a little ten dollar spot on them, they'll pull the breasts out and kind of hit you in the face with them, which I didn't do because I'm I'm not paying ten dollars for that. Cheap as hell, but you know. That's fine. Yeah, I, I just, I was just like, no, Pope that's Pepper? ridiculous. I'm not, I'm not going up to the stage so you can do the same shit you're doing on the couch and then pull your tits out for two seconds. I was like, no. Nah. So, but it, it was, uh, it was okay. The, it, it was a, uh, it was more about the camaraderie. Yes. Of the homies. Yes. We was there having a good time. It was New Year's. Eve. It was Christmas Eve or some shit. Right. I forget. Yeah, that's how you bring in the holiday that. spirit. Go to a strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Let me, let me right. bring it back to video games. So, yeah. like, okay. um, both of you are gamers. Yes. Obviously, yes. I think I've seen uh, uh, Chase live streaming with you playing yeah. maybe Apex Legends or yeah, I suck uh, at something. That game, but yeah, uh, I'm pretty beast at it. By the way, yeah, shout out to me. But ain't nobody Chase and Scott Popper that don't invite me, even though we play. On we the got same you. Platform All right, you know what? Now we'll make that. Happen. My shit. If anybody wants to add me, my shit is worst underscore person. Worst <laughs> person. Go hit me up. PlayStation Four. I'm the guy. But yeah, you guys are gamers, yeah. Yes, sir. How? Yep. how like uh, for me, when I came out here, um, I, di- I didn't. When I first came out here, I didn't know anybody. When I first came out here, I didn't know anybody, and so uh, I was. I got my little PlayStation Four, and I was like, "Yo, where's like the video game information in Japanese?" So I went to the Gaijin Gamers website, and through the Gaijin Gamers website, I met like hella people, right? And so mm-hmm. my clan, we're all Gaijin Gamers from the website, which I think is shut down now. But it's like a real international cohort of dudes. And the main six guys I play with, one is from Germany, one is from France, one is from Mexico, one is from Canada, one is Russian from New York, and the other two are like from the UK. Do you, are you involved with like video game community in that regard, like playing with other gaijins out here, or you just play with people you know? I'm not involved with that at all. I'm 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 kind of like. You know, I, I stay in the cut, <laughs> but you know, actually, I'm a part of the um, the indie game development industry more so than like the actual gamer community that just plays games. And when I like, I love playing games, but I'm not, you know, 
I'm not trying to be a professional gamer. You know, I'm not trying to be competitive. I love being competitive, but like that's just not my you're thing. You're just playing games. You're not. Yeah, but like really for me, you know, I I make games more than I play them right, right now. And like when I'm looking at people playing Apex Legends. I see like calculations. I'm seeing the matrix when I'm looking at it versus when everybody else is, you know, they see it as a game. So to me, it's kind of like, you know, I know the engine that they're using to create the game. And I know yeah. like how they're, how they're able to, you know, get their performance at 60 frames right. per second. Well, go off, go off. What, you know, what is it that you do professionally? It seems, um, Scott said you work in the video game industry for a yeah. long time now as a gaming, like a developer and programmer. Yeah, so Are those proper terms that I'm using? Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, I mean, there's so many different terms. You can, you know, coder, programmer, you know. I mean, some people are particular about their terms, but I don't, go ahead I just don't know. I just don't <laughs> know the, the nomenclature, you know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a... Like, it depends on, on where you're working, basically. Yeah. So, but... But that's what you do out here professionally? Yeah, that's shit? what I'm doing um, right now. Um, I can't really talk about everything that I'm working on right now. But what I can say is that I am a programmer. I'm a full stack programmer. That is like some terminology, which means I can make a game from scratch, you know, without an engine, without anything. And a lot of developers can do that. But like... <laughs> Shots fired. Yo, that's hot. Puka, that's, puka, that's pretty puka. dope. But you know, like, and yeah. it, you know, there's a lot of like open source libraries and stuff that people can go and use for free to help them get started much faster. Mm. But a lot of times, right now, you know, I, I think y'all heard of Unreal Engine, yeah, and uh, Unity and Cry Engine. All of those are, you know, proprietary uh, or, or corporate backed developed engines right. that once you use those engines then you have to then pay them a certain amount of money mm -hmm. and so a lot of times and, and some of them are you know catered towards a certain direction de developing a certain game so sometimes you want to make a really custom game you want somebody who can like start from nothing and that's and, what you do oh yeah I mean, mostly i mean i do, do i do all of that's it what I, you can do yeah that's what i can do How, can you tell us anything you've worked on in the past would we know uh man leisure suit larry no i didn't work i haven't worked on anything you know super major as far as the triple a i i have contributed code to certain triple a games but i don't think that is you know the right place for me to talk about that okay. right now but what i can say is that there's an indie game called loom um way back in the day and i actually ported it for another uh, company and it got an award basically mm. or it got nominated okay. for an award i should say um, shout out to you dog you could do anything so, we yeah built the pyramids so, yeah we could <laughs> you know pyramids, fam. if you, you if you work shit. hard enough <laughs> you could do anything but you're gonna you're gonna struggle a little bit too <laughs> oh, that's dope that's yeah. dope is that how you came out here to japan to do that or did you just um, kind of yeah actually so i made a game with this guy named paul veer and right now paul veer he's awesome he's like one of the top pixel artists um right now in the industry in my opinion um and he worked he worked with sega recently and made sega uh sonic mania i don't know if you heard of that game yeah but yeah i haven't played it but i've heard of it he's a huge sonic fan so like i'm pretty sure that was amazing for him to work on that but i made a game with him it's like a metroidvania style game back in 2010 oh wow and then a company called that was here in tokyo no i actually in was States? in virginia when i was working on it and he was in like the netherlands or something mm -hmm. we were working over the internet and when i made this game and put it out it you know a ton of people played it and this was back in the day when people were way more impressed <laughs> that you could make a game by yourself. Nowadays, I feel like people not really that impressed. But back then, it took me really far. Like a company called Playism out here actually wanted to publish it in Japan and brought me to uh, Tokyo Game Show to show it. And that was the first time I came to Japan. Oh, man. That Congratulations. That's a really dope uh, path that you're on. I like that. And Yeah, so... Just this guy is awesome. Actually, another game you worked on, which is my favorite game that you worked on, besides Ninja Man, is Samurai Gun. Yeah, and you should definitely play that game because 
if when you do play the game, don't push start. Just wait. Cause the he makes beats. Well, hold yeah. on. Let me let me tell you. Let me, okay, let, me let me clear the air about uh Samurai Gun. So I Samurai Gun is not my game. I didn't make the game. <laughs> like what basically happened was Bo, who is the original developer of it, he made the game in Game Maker. And in Game Maker, you know What is that? Like a like a a Mario Maker type of thing where you can it's, just copy and paste shit and make uh, your own no of- you can make full-blown games with game maker but it's i think geared more towards people who don't know it's more like visual programming mm. than okay. like the text-based programming okay. but you can do text-based programming too and it can do basic it can do a lot of stuff that every other engine can do but it's easier to do it okay seemingly and he built the game in that and then he came to me because he wanted to have i this was a long time ago, so I want to make sure that I, I might be wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. That's all right. But we, he, we specialize in disinformation <laughs> right. on this podcast. Come to us for but, all the, the updated coronavirus news. We've got all the information. Here. <laughs> you got it. He, he <laughs> wanted the game to be multiplayer online. He also wanted it to be able to work on different platforms. And at the time, I think that uh, the Game Maker engine could not do all of that stuff and so i made a version of the game inside of unity and he was i actually went to uh he brought me to the indie game festival with him because i I made this version of the game with him and i got to like you know sit on a table where we got nominated and everything for the award and everything but I feel bad because he never used my Unity version of the game. Uh, he ended up sticking with the Game, game Maker yeah. version. Okay. And I'm not even mad at him because stuff like that happens, right. you know. And also, I felt like it wasn't... We were kind of working as friends. It wasn't yeah. kind of like no contracts was signed. We were just like working together, kind of like me and Paul was working. But it just didn't work out Word. like that. Hey, man, that's a feather to your cap, though. Who got another story that's like that, too, you just being dope? Go ahead, Flex, right now. <laughs> Yo, I got mad <laughs> stories. No, I, nah, like, yeah, I, I love that. In, in this era, like, uh, I, I like to hear those type of success stories. I'm thinking all of us is leveling up this year. We definitely got to. We definitely got to. Right. But but going back, is that right? But the video that, game that beat too. is yours, though. You and know, that is I, solely yours. I gave, I gave him some beats, and... At this point, I know that like another version of the game came out, and I don't know if he's using because I know there's another dude named Adam, who is like a legendary hip hop artist in himself, like by himself. Adam, who? I'm blanking right now. Okay. <laughs> hey, but what you're saying is that these cats probably owe you some money. Nah, nah, I'm don't, not saying that. Get that one. Don't, don't give. Get don't, that I don't got no I don't want no smoke. <laughs> you know. I, I got mad respect for these people, and I don't That's want dope. no smoke from them. But you know, I know that I did give him a beat, and he made a he, he made another game called L.A. Death Death Disc, and I did basically you know I I did two songs for that too. So, but right now there's another guy. There's a Samurai Gun two came that came out, and I know the other hip hop artist. He did all the music for it. Uh, okay. So, but. I'm, I'm going to say that, let me just say that, you know, I ain't listening to nobody else right now. I'm listening yeah. to me. We listening definitely. to Ninja Man. We, we right, to, right, yeah, right. we definitely, because, like, I guess you kind of asked about, like, what happened to the podcast? What happened to the Ninjas in Tokyo's podcast? Well, I guess that's how me and him got together, and then his, that's how he saw what was on my computer. And he was like, what's this character? And I was like, "This that's the character we've been using for the, the logo for Ninja Man podcast. Right. And I guess you were like, yeah, but what's all this other stuff? And I was like, yeah, I made the character, but I also made like some some stupid animations with him, like dancing or mm-hmm. like with the chain and stuff like that. And then he just said to me, like, I could probably make this into a game. He just mm-hmm. said it, and I was just like, yeah, whatever, nigga. <laughs> like whatever, ninja. And, but we, then he was like, yeah, yeah. we probably say that like ten times a week to somebody, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And then he was just like, yeah, I, you know, he. Bada boom, bada bing. He put it together, and I was like, "Wow, okay." But when he did that, because Roger is super dope like that, superhero that, names only, dog. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, uh, Wreck It Down was super dope. 
And so Sounds I was like, you. now I had to like step it up. And like, I'm not a, I wouldn't think of myself as a year ago. I wouldn't, when you put myself in a category as being a video game artist. But now I have to don the whole, now I am a video game, mm. in, indie video game developer. That's right. I went through a whole year of this process, and we and here, the, the proof is in the pudding. We got a game now. I love that type of stuff, man. Yeah. So My now. Saw, like, like, when we lived together, he would leave the house without a poem, and he would come back home with a poem. And I was just like, yo, you left the house without a poem, you came back home with a poem. You didn't have a video game, and now you have a video game. Yeah, so that type of shit is. It, I love it, that it just came like it was natural too. It was one of those natural progressions. Like, yeah. yo, that's dope. We should do something bigger with it. And I love that yeah, mindset, yeah. no matter what's so, going so on. So that's what happened to the podcast. The podcast like became a video game. That's what happened to it. That's dope, okay. Though. So you guys are not doing that anymore. I mean, well, it'll be part like of this goes back to the whole. I'm music a little thing. bit upset because I wanted to be a part of the <laughs> podcast. I was like, can I just get on an episode? Because I was listening, I think you had like you got a Jamaican cat that you recorded <laughs> with this shit, right? <laughs> and and I think you guys shout were having a conversation. Shout out to shout out to him. You know, no shots fired, nothing. But I just remember that there was a heated conversation about getting stopped in Tokyo by the police, which is a contentious issue with all of us because it happens. You right. know, I was just stopped like two weekends ago. Okay, walking while a little bit too much melanin was going on and shit yeah, and, and so like yeah i was like yo i need to be a part of this podcast i'm a podcaster i'm waiting for the you know the business invite to be on it. okay and now that it's gone i kind of don't like that shit i want you guys to get that shit started <laughs> you know, one more episode with me nothing okay. is ever gone you know what I'm yeah, saying? Okay, we, yeah. we, 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 okay we just can't tell you when it's coming back yeah, yet. yeah. that's <laughs> right that's but what right. we can tell you is like we we definitely gonna drop the hotness this this hopefully this summer because ninja man is not just a game it's a it's a it's a big universe. There's the game, uh, there's the the actual artifacts, which is a little the art I've been making, and ninjas in Tokyo. That's me and Roger, and okay. then me and Rekadam on on the ones and two. Well, no, I'm the hype man. I'm the backup dancer. Get it. I'm Kelly. Okay, this, this Beyonce. <laughs> okay, okay. That's how this is gonna work. I get to be Beyonce. Yeah, you get to be because because wow. you man, you're so much more of an artist artist than I am. Damn, I, I thought that we, you was Beyonce. No, I'm, I'm no, I'm not Beyonce. I'm, I'm definitely Kelly in this situation. Okay, I'm, I'm you dancing. can't use Public Enemy no more because yeah, they kicked Flav out Flay. Yeah, that was, was messed like, up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't right. Chuck was like, it's, "Get your shit together." Flay was son. like, "Nah, son, I'm do me." <laughs> I just, it's like, I kind of well, feel do it by like. Yourself. Excuse me, I, not to talk over you, but I kind of feel like uh, I thought that shit happened like a decade and a half ago. You remember when Flavor of Love was going on? I thought yeah, that was love kind that of show. enough. I love, saw the first love, season. Love, I was, love that show. I was dating a girl that was watching that shit religiously, and so I know like... Uh, what was it? New York, the chick, New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then like the white chick that would yeah. spit on her. I was like, oh, I saw that episode live. Yeah, but but yeah. So I many mean, women love that 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 kind of that entertainment. So you know. yeah, no doubt. So talk to us a little bit about how um, Ninja Man is the the multi dimensional Ninja Man. We talked about him in the game. We talked about him being part of the podcast. Talk us talk to us about how he is in, in reality. So in the game and in reality, I think Ninja Man is just kind of like uh, an expression of just me making art. Okay. Um, like I said, I'm not a really good like actual pencil and pad kind of draw person. Right. But like with pixels, it's just like. I'm a really meticulous person. Like I can do the square by square by square by square, and I can make a face. Yeah, so I can just sit sit there and just do that all day. Like I can blow a whole day just playing with like squares. And I started doing that, and then I was like, okay, so I can make a character. And then I made the character. And then I was like, wait a minute, hold on, bro. I can make this into like an art piece. Right. I can do this. I just got to figure out how to do it. Right, right. And so I just went to. Uh, I got a homeboy. Um, uh, dang, his name's slipping me right now. But anyway, he makes uh, Perler bead like pieces, which is like for like Street Fighter characters and stuff. Right. So you can Dot like, decor. Yeah, decor. You can, like Dot decor. Yeah. No, the, the guy's name. Uh damn. Why is his name slipping me right now? We've had Dot, uh, a guy named Dot Decor on the podcast who um, does like uh, pixel art and shit. Like mm. cut all the circles out and make that shit yeah. video game shit. And so he was doing that, and then he always come to find around in Atlanta. And like, oh, not the same it's person. Not the same person. And and so he um, he'd be selling his pieces, like, but they're like from different game, different characters, right? Right. And they go for like five, ten dollars. 
Okay. And I was just like, wow, okay. So he making bread because the day of the event, he would have, he put out like a little uh, little notepad and people were just like, okay, I want I want a Mega Man. I want a, I want a Mario, just a red shell or something like that. His whole thing is like folded up with back orders. Wow. So he was making bank off. I mean, he was, I wouldn't say bank, but like, you know, he was moving. Right, he was doing his thing with it. He stopped his regular job, right. and that's what he do now. That's enough. So that's that's what's cool. Is I was like, I like I that can, shit. I can do that. I, I know I can do that. So once I made the characters, and I was like, okay, I can physically make these now. And they're, they're kind of cool just to have. So if for anything, it's, it's me. So that's one way. So like Ninja Man comes out of the game to the actual art pieces. But then if you look on Instagram, check, check us out at Ninja Man Game on Instagram. And you can see like how Ninja Man escapes the game, and then he can like he becomes another person's persona. Right. Like there's pictures of like so there's gonna be a new um, Top Gun, and so I basically put Ninja Man's face you on Tom Cruise. Him? Super okay. superimpose and it's been like really funny because for me because like people be like, like, like they look at it funny for a second. They're like, Yo, did you just put a ninja head on on Tom Cruise? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I like that. And then every now and then, like, and I shout outs to Redman. I don't know if you're listening, but you're actually a really cool dude and one of my favorite artists. So Redman he, he listens. Redman made that um that slap shit out you video, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And so I've on on the Ninja Man account, I gave him a gold chain award. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm, every time like something dope musically comes out. Ninja Man comes in and is like, yo, man, got to give him a ninja chain. He got to get one. Okay. So if you look at the post, you'll, you'll see it. Everybody go check it out. So Ninja Man, is, it's basically the chain is on Red Man. We've all seen that video, right? Slap, Slap the shit out of you. It's a great yeah. video. I absolutely love yeah. that song. I needed that in my life. It's a great jam. The video is hilarious too. He just slapping the shit out of people. But I like the police in the be- come and just slap yeah, they the get shit slapped out of up too. <laughs> I, I like in the beginning his disclaimer that he had. He was like, "Please don't slap anybody. This is not a. <laughs> I don't condone that." You got to rewatch the video too because you know he he steals the apple juice from the baby. Yeah, I know. I, I saw that the first time. <laughs> A lot of people didn't see that. I saw that the first time. Like that's so good. I love that. Goon maneuvers. I'm with it. Yeah, get definitely goon maneuvers. So having ninja man to be able to like go from the game and into the regular world and then the super slick thing is um the actual pieces that i'm making are removable graffiti no, so that's nice so basically i can put it on the wall like i had a cop look at me i tested it one day i was like i walked up to a wall I, the cop saw me and i put it on the wall and i took a picture of it and he looked at me he was like Ninja, what are you doing? <laughs> You're not see that I'm a police officer. And I was like, all right, whatever. And I put it up there and I took a picture. He was walking towards me and then I took it off. <laughs> it was like a Tom and Jerry car. <laughs> <laughs> then he walked back. And then he walked back. He was like, he was like ah, I, see. I see what you're doing. You said you got one of those for us today? Oh, yeah, I got one. Uh, I'll put I got that you. right here in the studio. Definitely, no definitely, doubt. Definitely, word up, word up. Well, yeah, I, I think. You know, I think Ninja Man is a movement, man. I think this is more than just a game. You know, he got the pieces. We got the game. We're going to have the music. Like, later, you know, I got a track that I kind of want to spit some, some, I don't want to say they bars. <laughs> Let me just go they, ahead. They, they, they bars for the game. Actually, 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 they bars for the game. Once, you, once they come out later, y'all get it. But, you know, this is a little bit too dope for y'all to understand right now, but... So when yeah. are we talking about like a tentative release, like to the public? All right, so the game is definitely coming out uh, May eighteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Okay, that is that is the date. Uh, I need I need a year to shop the game around and try to get the get the movement, get the wave going. And why May eighteenth? My birthday. Me- oh, okay, okay, okay. Malcolm X birthday the nineteenth, right? Yeah, well, that's what's up. Yeah, so shout out to Malcolm X. Uh, but yeah, that's that's definitely Ninja Man Day. I was like, and it's always cool to have a birthday party with Ninja Man. So that's that's what, that's what we're definitely doing. But at the same time, so like I said, Roger is a, a programmer, artist, probably one of the meanest drummers I've ever seen. And so now that you know the podcast became the video game company. And it's also become us as the performing group 
So like when we came in here today, we kind of freestyled off the head. But this is the part where I have to step up more because I am not a rapper. Right. I am. I'm, I, like I said, I am Kelly. I am a background dancer. <laughs> But I you know, can freestyle I, though. I can freestyle, so but I'm that's still all Kelly. We need. That's I'm still Kelly. Need. Yo, Record Dam, how did we meet? You said we met before. I'm sorry, I don't yeah, remember. Actually, was it? Uh, it might have been back in my drinking days. Like I, you I, know, I, actually, I don't know if it was you, but I know I, I I've recognized your face before, and uh, late was there. Okay. And it was another um, woman, I believe. I don't know who she was. You know, it might have been MC Buddha. A lot of people. Confuse me and Buddha. Hey, might, and shout, be, out, shout out Buddha. He, he black and Japanese, but a lot of people say we look the same. It could be. I'm yeah. sorry if that's the case, no. but uh, but I was gonna say there's an event that I did. It was a Square Sounds after party, and I was actually playing drums there. Mega Mega Ran was there too, and I played drums literally on the couch. <laughs> okay. Shit. And I came out and and uh, late was asking me if we wanted to get some chicken. <laughs> and I okay. thought I saw you, but maybe it's somebody else. Okay. Sounds like the late I know. That was. That was the event in like um Nishiwaseda or some shit, right? Yes. Okay. That's you were it. there? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It. So you might have saw me play then. Nah, I was too packed to get in. I was oh, outside the okay. whole time with uh okay. Ronnie doing, doing hood stuff. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, hood rat. Yeah, thing. I was literally I hood rat. I w- it was so tight in there that I literally had to sit on the couch. I was like, "Y'all don't got no room for none of this stuff." Yeah. So I just sat up on the couch and, and like they was like, "Where record damn man?" I was just like, "Tiny on drums, yeah, on uh-huh. the tiny drums." Yo, that was kind of crazy. Like I didn't realize it. Uh, I know Mega Ran has like a huge fan base, but a lot of those people that were there, I never seen them at hip hop events or any type of other events before. And it was like mad guy gents. It was like mad foreign cats, and I never seen most of those people before. Yeah, it, well, the Square Sounds event, that's, you know, that's huge. That's internationally huge. People just fly out to come to this event. I don't think they care about the coronavirus, dog. <laughs> like yeah, they, they come out to this yeah. jig no matter what. I yep. think I think at that event it's a little it's a different hip hop crowd. Like I yeah, wouldn't say it's the yeah. nerd core, but it's definitely different from the coins crowd. You know yeah, what? Absolutely. It's not. You know, I wouldn't even say that it's hip hop. I, I think they like hip hop, but I think you know for Square Sounds that's more in like chip tune. Do you know chip tune? Yeah, yeah. So yes, he. I think you know, Mega Ran can like he he fits in a lot of different right. you know areas. He can do chip tune shows he can do hit straight up just regular hip-hop shows he could do nerdcore shows right. you know so wrestling exactly you know so you you got to kind of diversify sometimes if you're trying to you it know, was sometimes the well dries up yeah. in some areas right. but okay that must have been it then that, that's got to be it I, I just couldn't remember but that was like four or five months back maybe probably yeah, yeah okay bet hey see it's, it's interesting, like, uh, I stopped drinking a while ago, but I still have people come up and be like, yo, what up, Mega? How you doing? I haven't seen you in a long time. I'm like, blank. I've been right. sober. I'm like, I still don't remember you, dog. My bad. I have damaged so many of my brain cells. Well, you know. Well, it's, it's good to, like, really meet you, and I'm glad that you're on the podcast. I'm looking forward to seeing more uh, stuff about the, the game, and finally, when it releases, let us know. The you know, universe. Hey, the, it's, it's the Ninja Man experience for 2020. That's what, we, that's what we're doing. So how can some of our listeners get down to, like, help them beta test? Because I know that's going to be a thing, right? Yes, definitely. So first thing, uh, March 20th to 22nd, Ninja Man is going to be on the floor at Final Round. So just come holler at me and come come play. Do you do that event out here as well? Yes. What, what events are you doing out here? Well, the last two events we did, we did um, an event at, at uh, Edge Of. And that was, actually, we did beat the best final round. Oh, that's right. And so, shout out to Buddha and his whole squad and the bridge. I was and just with him last that was, night. Yeah, that was awesome because we got the, they did their thing. Uh, Donnie and them did the art thing. And then I did the, the game setup. So, that was a really cool mix. And then... Uh, recently we did uh, Love Hotels with Colin and okay. the, those crew, and Shout that was them. that was cool because that was like the the mad that's the, that's the new young head crowd. That is uh, the hype beast kind of that's, that's the hype hip that, kid crowd. Yeah, can that's we do hip- that again? Yeah, we, we definitely got to do that. Okay, again. if we can do that again, and next time it's gonna be it's gonna be really lit for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that was our first time in there, and I think we provided a very good service, 
because Definitely. you know downstairs it was like hype but then upstairs it was like it's hype but like they got Tekken and they got Ninja Man they got games and like it's it's cool because I think when you're at a club I really wish that there were more more video games in all clubs they need I to have an arcade wish, section yeah, I or think something there, there always needs to be an arcade because sometimes cats just don't want to talk to nobody they right. want to just get on them sticks real talk when I was in Dubai there was a, there was a club there was a club on one side video games on the other side crazy spot what like, is the deal with that like it, it's you're not legally allowed to do that out here right like you can't just have like an really? n64 right it's illegal to do that yeah. i thought did they have in a did they have like a bar that was like a retro gaming bar and it was oh, shut down you're talking about that that incident that they had down in uh in osaka and kyoto so basically they had a bunch of game bars but basically these dudes were renting out games like on some blockbuster stuff no, and no, you can't I heard do about, that anymore I heard about uh, another game bar out here that just had a bunch of different systems inside, or maybe they had the uh, what are they called? The blueberry pies, raspberry pies, raspberry pies. Oh, raspberry pies. that's and, probably what it is. And man. and so like uh a, like they got a cease and desist when they had to shut down the whole bar, but it was like a bar you go to just to play games and shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well you know with the raspberry pie, all of them games are emulated. Right. That's that's ROMs, right. so they probably like, well maybe. I want to know if you actually have a legit N64 and you actually have legit all the games that you bought, you know, can I then create a bar where you play the N64 at the bar? I don't I'm see. not sure. Actually, there is a bar. I don't think you can. Actually, yes. Well, actually, I know of a bar right now, like literally walking distance from my house where they do that. Shimo, yeah, Shimo yeah. It might be, it might be like off limits. So like the same thing with the, uh, the Mario Kart shit. Like they had a cease and desist oh, because yeah, they were yeah, using yeah. Mario characters. I think so, that's like, because it wasn't really affiliated with the actual brand, right? Because that's what you're talking but about. If like, you got ROMs. a bar, if you got a bar where the the focus is on playing games, it's like that's not your content. That's not your property yeah. either. That's, though, that's, so. the, that's the biggest problem. And then they don't want that headache. Like Nintendo is like notoriously hard to work with. They don't even allow like competitive gaming. They don't support this competitive gaming. That's yeah, around the whole their the issue with yeah. Smash has always been a big thing because they realize how powerful like social media is and streaming but at the same time i think and this is just my opinion when you talk about smash i think one of the biggest problems for the nintendo people is when people play smash competitively they play it like a street fighter they did not intend for you to do that it's a four-player party game the minute you say okay this stage only uh don't you can't use bombs no smash balls like it's like as a programmer or as a developer, it's just like, dude, that's not what I intended it for right, you dumbasses right. to do. Play the game like I like I have it. It's cool you're going to do all yeah. this. But as a company, do you want me to put money behind you because you're right. not playing the game the way I intended it? Right. No, we got a problem. Yeah. Right. Nintendo's, they're they on some real fuck shit with that. Yeah. yeah. I get it, though. It's what artistic integrity, though, right? You create something you want it you know, done the right way. I suppose. think that it it's... You know, Nintendo has a lot of Japanese influence and mm. yeah, they they are very much about like the way they package something, the way they put it out. That's how they intended it to be. But also <clears throat> they are using a lot of leverage when it comes to these uh indie game developers for the Nintendo Switch. Because right now indie games are like basically paying Nintendo's pockets right now on a Switch. And I've seen some games that they never, ever would have let on the Wii or the GameCube or whatever get on the Switch. Like, games that, you know, you can't play these games on it. The, these are not right. safe for work games on the Switch. Not safe for work games on the Switch. So right. I just feel like they're playing a the game themselves. You know, they're trying to, like, say, hey, we're Nintendo, but we got our official games that's, like, family-friendly but we're going to, because we, you know, it takes them so much time to put out their first party games. They're just going to use the, this huge indie game development wave to fuel their company. Right. I always, uh, I imagine, because the, the Smash issue has been going on for a long ass time since like fucking Smash Melee, right? Uh, GameCube, mm. 20 years ago almost. And and they've been kind of fiercely against it. I just right. always assumed that Nin- Nintendo approached it the same way that um, Apple does with it being like, this is our yeah. proprietary shit. We don't want you to alter the usage of it in any way. And if you can profit off it somehow, like we don't care to support that. Right. So let's nip it in the bud. But but, the, but yeah. real quick, they do have contests. Yeah, now they do. Well, it, they had contests way back in the day because like 
there's like some dude who's like damn near 40 now whatever who won a contest for tetris that nintendo set up but it looks mad uh man i shouldn't say my opinion but it looks it, That's why it's we not like final round name. it's not like yeah, they Evo. have a lot of con- nintendo has control of it's super like control of it the it's like a com- it's like evo if that shit was like so whitewashed <laughs> word, word. that's the i don't know any type of other way to put it you know i can't blame them though it's, that's that is their ip yeah, sure. Yeah. At the end of the day. What about, do you guys go to the gaming arcades out here at all? Like Actually, I just came back from the Taito Station. and The one here in Bukuro? Yeah, the one in Bukuro. Okay. So I was out there playing uh, Darkstalkers and Tekken. And then I was like, oh, crap, the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. I was like, Did you hear about that 50-year-old cat that uh, went to the bar? And he, was, he was diagnosed with the coronavirus, and he was supposed to be on home quarantine or whatever. I don't know why they allowed that, but this motherfucker just decided to go to the bar so he could spread the virus. There was another cat Where in was Australia that had the same thing. He went Saitama. to uh, oh my god, was, he went to a, a concert. He was diagnosed, supposed to be on on quarantine. Went to a concert. Why are we not putting these people on house arrest? Put <laughs> why are we strap their ankles up with a beeper? Man. That's all you got to do. Anyway, okay. Anyway, but but Japan's kind of slow, like. How they handled this whole situation? Yeah. I don't think we need to go into this. It yeah, they sad. really dropped the ball. We really don't. No, it is a guy out in oh, not Saitama, uh, Aichi, okay. uh, in Gamagori City. This man in his fifties um, visited two bars after being confirmed as infected with the uh, coronavirus. Um, it says that he was to remain home until an appropriate medical institution was found for treatment, but. Before departing, he told a family member, I'm going to spread the virus. Now, this is off a Tokyo reporter, so I'm not exactly Uh, sure how how accurate it is, but that shit is kind of fucking crazy. That is pretty wild. I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I think the panic is a little bit nuts right now, but... Ninja Man can fix that. Ninja Man got the the cure for Corona. All I want to do is, bro, if I can survive for literally one more month, like literally a month from now is my birthday. I just want to survive to my birthday, though. (laughs) Oh, man, can't what is it like roof. a milestone? Like, what are you turning thirty yeah. or well, some shit? <clears throat> I've already been thirty for a minute. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but what uh, yeah. basically what I'm saying is, I know there's a lot of stuff that is gonna be dropped around that. That's time, how I felt, including like, including Ninja Man stuff. So this, right. I'm working up to something on that day. You know, when the Avengers, the first Avengers was coming out, I was like, yo, I gotta stay alive at least until this <laughs> yeah. shit drops. <laughs> the first Avengers, like, oh, I gotta yeah. stay alive until yeah. that shit drops. But, I, okay, I know the vibes. Yeah, I think everybody has, like, some milestone in their life. It's just like, God, just let me stay around. Well, for, for me personally, it's, it's every day. It's like, God, please let the Falcons win the goddamn Super Bowl so I can die. <laughs> Bro, you're going to be around for a really long yeah, time. I ain't gonna die. I'm never going to die. Like, never. I'm, I'm going to be immortal. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So that's my whole thing. Like I, Everybody has a life milestone. That is mine. Yeah, that's one for longevity. I don't know. Um... I don't think we have anything else really to touch on for this half of the podcast. Okay. I appreciate you guys coming through. Word, word, we'll go word. ahead and end this shit up right now and then go to the second half where we're going to share some music and talk some shit. And then we'll run a game. Uh, we'll run around at the sound cypher. Yep. Let's do it. Yeah, word. Mega Late Show. Um, I am Mega. And shout out to my co-host today, the Urban Aristocrat. Where can we find everybody's social media information? Obviously, if you listen to the Mega Late Show, you know where I'm at. But uh, Herb, tell us where to find you at. Oh man, you can find me across the internet on uh, man everything. Urban Aristocrat, everywhere, no Facebook, doubt. Instagram, thesoundcipher.com, and that's cipher with a Y instead of the I. What about you, Scott Popular? You know what it is at Scott Popular at on everything. That's Instagram. That's that Twitter. That's Facebook. That's that's the universe, man. Everything Scott Popular, and also Ninja Man Game. At Ninja Man Game. It's on everything, too. Just go ahead. Follow me. You will not be disappointed. I'm Rekadam at Rekadam on everything. And that's R-E-K-C-A-H-D-A-M. And, you know, I, I I post mostly on Twitter, you know. But, you know, I'm in the hyperbolic time chamber right now training. You know what I'm saying? But when I come out, I'm going to be lit. I'm going to have to drip. I'm going to drip on Instagram. Mm. Super Saiyan. Drip, boy. Super Saiyan. Drip. Two. It's going to be lit. We're not playing. Word. Uh, episode 105.
Usually I would say, wait a minute, and I'm going to tell you about the upcoming shows coming up in Tokyo, but I'm not doing that right now. Salt to the good, we get it. I mean, Corona, it's canceling mass stuff. Word up, word up. Yeah, it is. So, wash your hands. No real talk. In Tokyo, if you're listening, can we get some soap in the bathrooms? Just stock up the goddamn toilet paper and Japanese Yo. people stop buying too much of the toilet paper. They How about that? Toilet paper dealers just hanging around here now. <laughs> I was going to cancel cancel the record today to go slang some toilet paper on the street. They got me. They got me at fifty percent pay for these two weeks I'm off. So you know what I mean? 50, I it's all I, good. I had to do sixty with you. Guys. That's what they say. We're gonna bring it to the. We're gonna bring it to light. I'll talk to these people. Uh, but I'm actually seeing this kind of like a little vacation for me. So shout out to the gods. Yes, sir. Accomplish something. 